Hey there guys, it's Ashiba and I'm back again with another interesting episode of Fit Talk. Now today's is a special episode and with me I have Mr. Murli Vijay Kumar also called us Bigly Murli. Now if you're wondering what we're going to talk about, not me, Mr. Bigly is going to be talking about bodybuilding, his experience and how to pursue a career in bodybuilding. Now Mr. Bigly is a very well-known bodybuilder who was a bodybuilder he's got about 15 years of experience in pure coaching he's been he's won mr chennai mr tamil nadu mr south india and not only that after his several years of competition and building many people compete he is now a fitness and wellness coach a high performance coach a public speaker and author and he's done about 100 plus transformations now what more can you what more do you want from a coach right so i'm super glad to have mr bigley with me and he's going to be addressing some very rudimentary doubts that we have about bodybuilding and pursuing bodybuilding as a career so here we go so happy to have mr bigley with me welcome mr bigley thank you very much for having me on the show shiba looking forward to share some knowledge i'm i'm so happy to have you uh, mr bigley because this bodybuilding as a sport is uh, is not something that everybody knows completely and uh, but everybody talks about it no everyone likes to talk about some bodybuilder they know everybody wants to become like a bodybuilder but nobody knows what exactly it is uh, you've yeah. got like a like a, a long years of experience can you please tell us bodybuilding what is it as a sport and what do you what is the scene especially in our chennai and india la bodybuilding or sport abdina adu pathi ninga enna solla virumbringa okay so see first of all bodybuilding is something that people find as motivational and inspirational but do people consider this as a sport is a big question mark okay, okay. so because because uh, most of them treat it as good as a you know like a beauty pageant where they think it is very cosmetic but the popularity has grown big fold and uh, you know like there are a lot of people who are investing money into this and they are seeing very good returns for example you know like uh, i made my first debut for mr tamil nadu in 2008 okay in that time Hello. there would be only one uh, state show for example if it is a mr tamil nadu there will be only one mr tamil nadu but right now there are eight individual bodies inside our state itself who conduct mr tamil nadu so there are okay. like lot of people coming forward because there is a potential for people to grow in this when you look at bodybuilding it also aids in multiple industry one thing is motivation where everybody seeks motivation from it and then you have the nutrition industry that comes in and then there are a lot of people who are looking to gain through advertisement who are coming in okay so there is a lot of money involved which which makes this sport a little more glamorous than what it appears but when you look at okay. the actual sporting part of it because there are eight different federations that have come in it mm. is run by individuals who run their own show where the rules are not very stringent for example each federation follows different strategy and there is a lot of corruption as well because each of them wants to please their set of sponsors 
so okay. when it comes to you know like number of people taking it up and the sport uh, getting its exposure outside the bodybuilding community it is extremely high these days but the problem is the true sporting spirit is let down by most of these federations where you okay. know like the two and deserving don't win and people who have a little bit of influence or favoritism win so in that case and that is the same case in the entire nation for example there was one federation that has been running mr india for about 55 years mm-hmm. couple of years back that federation was called not a good federation and a new federation came in and this got a letter from the olympic sports association saying that this is the recognized one but it is not a olympic sport it is sport. not recognized okay it, it is not a olympic sport for you know like the olympic committee to recognize it but that's how it runs and that is the federation that is getting appointments and other stuff so a lot of politics goes in along with the growth okay. of the sport okay but as yeah. you're saying um, even though there are there is like a slightly um, sadder notion to the sport itself there are also a lot of new people coming into the sport and there are more platforms of people to come and showcase right yes, so more yes. and more people are trying to participate so what is in the sport that everybody wants to do it like shiba your voice just broke off hello hello can you hear Yeah, yeah yeah your question what kind of so the thing is not only uh, men lot of women also want to participate so what is in this sport that is so attractive that everybody wants to participate okay so the sport is very very simple okay we showcase what 99.99% of others cannot do okay is gaining control over the body okay so hmm. we as humans are always born to flaunt what we have special so for example if a girl looks extremely beautiful she flaunts her beauty if a guy is very strong and is the alpha he tries to dominate the place by displaying his alpha power so when it comes to this sport people try to flaunt for example you know like uh, when i talk about bodybuilding like a bodybuilder of uh, 90 kg's body weight would be spending close to a lakh or lakh and half on his diet and uh carrying off his body per month when he's getting mm-hmm. ready for a show in a, wow, in a, for about 3 to 4 for months a month? yes that one yes. lakh is for a month wow okay yes yes so for for 3 to 3 and a half months he has to get ready for a show and a stage show when he wins he gets a prize money of 3000 rupees mm-hmm. across federations okay that's so all? nobody in, yeah that's all okay. nobody here competes for the prize money people compete because they want to showcase why they are special why they are a step above others okay so it is purely the sport inside the people due to which they compete even though there are eight federations there are like not much money involved when it comes as the cash prize given to the bodybuilders so everybody is doing it because they want to showcase what they have special but what happens after that because you know you spend a lot of money you build a body that's really you know that's envious but what happens after that what happens to them pursuing the sports after that see that's the sad part of it okay see uh, uh, if you look at you know like see i started competing in like 2006 in the college level and then like 2008 was my state show and you know like 
people who started competing with me who were better than me at that time mind you they were better than me are people who have not set up their future and they are you know like struggling to make money because most of these guys did not take up good education may it be their academics or may it be the sport okay uh, all of them have this notion even today people who win a state show or a national show the people around them motivate them only one thing you are good at doing you know like building body why don't you start a gym but the problem is these guys are good at building and understanding their body they lack the expertise and skill to understand another person's body and to run a business which they never learn so okay. that is the sad part of this sport where you know like they get sucked into the glamour of i have a body i can generate body and most of the people end up losing a career and they end up you know like working for a job that pays them 10 to 12 grand a month mm. and then they are nearly surviving they run through some sponsors who aid them when they are doing their competitions but okay. after they are done there is no one to take care that's the sad part in most of the sport but the saddest part here is people invest a lot of money on their body and they don't get res- returns so you know like okay. see one thing that i would want to stress on this podcast because a lot of people are seeing it hmm. first and foremost no matter what sport you take get your education right may it be very pertaining to the sport or your goal or may it be your academics make sure you have a means to make money first and then get into the sport full fledged because tomorrow when the sport uh, in you dies you will be left without an income so for me in my case i was having a full time it job when i was competing mm-hmm. for about 11 years i was working in the it industry and i had to take up a call whether i have to pursue my passion or this after i set up a name and people started trusting me to coach them that's when i left that job and came in and started making money so you know like people have to be a little okay. smart in that because mm-hmm. this industry pays you only when you can prove yourself as an elite or else you get paid only peanuts okay that's the that's kind of bleak that image but even yeah. then even though people know that this is the story everybody's aspiration if you see is want to be a bodybuilder want to compete in some stage or the other so for all those aspirants what would be the basic platform they should aim at and what is the highest they can go up to and how can they do it okay so see a uh, lot of people you know like see when you're into bodybuilding the ultimate goal for anyone even for me it was getting on to the olympia stage okay mr olympia mm-hmm. is something that happens in a pro level to mm-hmm. compete in it you have to earn a pro card first where you know like there are pro qualifier shows and if you win mr universe uh, and some international shows you get a pro card in the ifbb circuit after winning a pro card you have around 40 shows a year Mm-hmm. uh that are called as the pro shows and people who have the top 20 points in them are selected to compete in mr olympia olympia okay okay so the elite of the elite compete in olympia and that is the dream of anyone who starts competing in this sport and mm-hmm. to be realistic people should understand this is not a sport which you know like you just have a gift and you start uh, lifting and you gain it in 3 months or 4 months to win a district or a state show people spend at least 2 to 3 years of 
extreme dieting extreme lifestyle and then they literally dedicate their entire life into this and then they come and win for a district or a state show then wow, they okay. take another year or two to travel into the national circuit and then from the national to the international circuit so you know like they have to invest a lot of their years into it when they want to go there because you know like see we indians are not big bone okay our bone structure is not that big so when we are competing against like let's say the germans or the afro americans we are directly on a disadvantage because we look small mm. so you know like it takes a lot of years to build that quality mass and conditioning and get on stage so you know like when somebody is aspiring to do this like i said in the beginning you have to feed your body for next decade continuously with high quality protein and supplements and you know like all the micro and macros has to be right so you have to spend a lot of money in your food so set your finance right and then look at progressing step by step it doesn't happen overnight you have to put in a lot of hours into it yeah so i think that's something because they all look at uh, what's uh, happening like maybe they look at a competition first what's happening maybe in the next 3 months and then they quickly pre- want to prepare for it yeah. without thinking of the long term repercussions of what might happen when you do that yes. so uh, sometimes they don't understand also so yeah. and, uh, and and here i would like to add i would like just like to add okay see it is not only the fault of the athletes i see a lot of coaches who want to make money in this sport okay they will you know like uh, show some uh, bleak image in front of uh, their client saying that you have a body you can compete in the next two months all you have to do is spend this much spend that much and they take some short term money from the clients and get them on stage where you know like they are not you know like contenders you know like see they always say that participation is the most important thing in the sport it's not winning but you have to understand when people say participation you have to participate as a contender not anyone should just step on stage and compete on any level okay so people ha- don't understand that you have to be in a standard to compete in a show you have to get yourself ready and then compete then the particip- participation matters so for example you know like uh, there have been shows where you know like me or my clients have competed and there will be guys who have no symptoms of being a bodybuilder they will literally have their you know like gut hanging down with a lot of fat mm. and they will be stepping on stage where it is not the fault of the individual because it is the fault of their coaches so you know like so when somebody wants to compete and do in long term they have to find someone who is an honest coach they need not be an expert but an honest coach who tells them okay you're good you're not good if they can find a mm. coach like that people will be able to progress better in a realistic way Okay yeah sometimes it is misleading because i myself have seen some uh, boys who get uh, attracted to packages like this and then they go into tracks that are really not necessary yeah. so i mean basically this this entire talk itself i wanted to reach to people who really want to compete but have no clue how to do this so if you can just summarize the whole thing for us and tell us by steps mm-hmm. what it is that people can do to just gradually progress and compete at least on one stage yeah. but of course you can't just dream and just do it you have to work really hard yeah. it's not yeah. like it's just like any sport you need to work really hard and like you said it's really expensive so you need to also analyze what's around you if it's possible and then do it can you please tell us 
from your experience the steps yeah. that people can follow yeah so the the steps are really going to be very very basic okay right now you know like most of the people are just carried away by the glamorous advertisements they see on the websites where there are like millions of supplements telling that you can get this much muscle gain in this period that much fat loss in this period but end of the day supplements can make up only 10 to 12% of your requirements the other 90% has to come from your basic diet which has to have good quality protein when i say quality protein you know like see uh, we in india have this notion thinking that dal is a source of protein where dal per 100 gram has 60 grams of carbohydrate and has not all the amino acids in it and has some 17 to 18 grams of protein we we should actually consider it as a carbohydrate source so people should Carbs, get yeah. their basic sense right in terms of quality protein and they need quality carbohydrates as well where most of the people think carbs are enemies they put on fat and stuff like that but you need quality carbohydrates to train and perform better and a lot of essential fat most of the people miss out on not eating their fats and because of which they don't have enough hormone production in their body and their joints are weak and stuff like that so they should get the basics of nutrition right they have to eat 5 to 7 meals every day day in and day out get their protein in and they have to train every day when i say every day you know like it has to be towards the training the reason why you mm-hmm. eat is to prime your body to create that environment to create growth so you eat you train create the stimuli and then rest for the body to grow so you have to make sure you prime your day for your eating pattern and your training pattern and it is not you know like it is not going to happen overnight you know that you have to do the same boring thing day in and day out and wait for results every month you see okay you have gained some 1 kg of muscle 500 grams of muscle it has it has got to be slow okay you cannot gain it overnight so it takes a lot of time you have to be patient and play the game again and again and again and not get bored to do this sport it takes you have to be you know like uh, you should be driven not just motivated driven is the word you know if you are just motivated yeah. you lose it in few days few months but you have to be driven towards the goal and unnaturally motivated and go towards the goal and for in the next 6 months to 1 year you would have put in some amount of good quality mass and you would be relatively lean now after a year of training under your belt see which is the low level show that comes next in the next 5 to 6 months see who is the winner of that show the previous year and assess how much muscle mass you have compared to him and how much quality you can display on stage in the next 5 or 6 months and then if you think you can beat him whether you beat him or not is a different story but that's the quality of the show so get ready to beat that quality of the show and then go on step on stage try to win it and once you win now put in another 6 months of effort and see the next show in the next 6 months which is a level higher so progress one baby step at a time and make sure the money you invest and the time you invest is well worth it towards the next show go and be a contender and compete for it and then move forward so the basic thing is eat train sleep repeat and then pick up a show where you are a contender win it and then work towards the next show 
build yourself for the show and then become a contender and compete and progress wow that you made it sound very simple but i can imagine how much of work and how much of efforts that go into it and like you said it's mostly not motivation it's monotony that goes on and on and on and on and then you will have to be self driven to just keep on working at it yep. i think you spoke so well mr bigley this is like uh this is really very inspirational plus there's so much of depth in what you said because because of your years of experience you have seen so many athletes uh, you have produced winning athletes and you have seen suffering athletes too so it's coming from such an area where we understand uh, that you know the sport so well thank you so much for explaining it to us the intricacies and the complexity of the sport you explained to us so well i'm sure this will reach a lot of people and a lot of people who are looking to actually participate in the sport i'm really thankful to you for giving us this time and sharing your valuable experience with us mr bigley thank you so much thank you very much for having in the show looking forward to share knowledge wherever possible so that people are guided in the right direction thank you so much thank you so much uh, mr bigley um so i'll see you again in another another episode very soon sure sure looking forward to it thank you so much thank you uh, mr bigley bye bye bye